Today in Science from Wired. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the Internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure. The U.S. Flirts with Geoengineering to Stymie Climate Change by Matt Simon. The thing about humans is, for all our faults, we're actually pretty good at fixing things we know we've screwed up. Lead in gasoline? Bad idea. Let's ban lead in gasoline. Running out of oil to make gasoline. Let's switch to electric vehicles. Runaway climate change because humanity has taken too long to ditch fossil fuels? That's a bit trickier. Because even if the world meets the emissions goals of the Paris Climate Agreement, it may be too late to fix what we've done. So a growing chorus of scientists have been mumbling about geoengineering doing things like spraying sulfur in the stratosphere or whitening clouds to bounce light back into space to help cool things down. And last week, Congressman Jerry McNerney joined them, introducing a bill that would ask the National Academies of Science to explore technologies to geoengineer Earth. In two reports, they'd explore research avenues and oversight of that research. That is, if the bill gets past McNerney's colleagues and then the only world leader to shun the Paris Climate Agreement. To be clear, McNerney would love nothing more than for the U.S. to cut emissions, but the climate situation has become so dire that he thinks geoengineering is now something the U.S. is obligated to explore. Not like initiating a full-scale manipulation of the stratosphere next week, but at least looking into the idea. It's very important that we understand what our tools are, he says. What options do we have? How much risk is there? The options are few and the risks murky. Take, for instance, sulfur seeding. The idea is to inject sulfur dioxide into the lower stratosphere, where it turns into sulfur aerosol that reflects light back into space. Problem is, just last month, researchers released a study showing that if you injected the stuff into the northern hemisphere, you might reduce hurricanes in the Atlantic and kick off a drought in north-central Africa in the process. At the moment, no scientist is flying around in the stratosphere dumping out sulfur dioxide, They're working with models and, conveniently enough, studying historical precedent, because the same sort of cooling happens when a massive volcano erupts. In 1912, for instance, an Alaskan volcano popped 30 cubic kilometers of ash and debris into the atmosphere. The next year was the only year on record without a hurricane, 
which is in keeping with the new models. Another geoengineering option is called marine cloud brightening, which entails the brightening of marine clouds. To do this, theoretically, you'd spray a fine mist of water particles in clouds, because when clouds are dark and stormy-looking, the particles within them, known as cloud condensation nuclei, are larger. If the droplets are smaller, there's more sunlight bouncing off all the surface area, and the cloud is lighter and fluffier, says Kelly Wanzer, principal director of the Marine Cloud Brightening Project at the University of Washington. The problem is that when you're reflecting light away from Earth, you're drawing heat out of the system. And when you do that, you're potentially reducing evaporation, which, of course, produces rain. In general, Wanzer says, and this kind of shows in the models, these geoengineering techniques are likely to produce a little less precipitation, and that effect is likely to be uneven and maybe really hard to predict. What brings us to the question of regionality? One country might decide it wants to tinker with its atmosphere, but that could muck things up for its neighbors, both near and far. And, as you might imagine, there's no treaty on the books that says you can't geoengineer your neighbors into oblivion. The current framework for ensuring accountability under international law is pretty thin on what it substantively requires, says Anna Maria Hubert, principal investigator at the Geoengineering Research Governance Project. And whether it could even be enforced is a separate question. A reminder that McNerney's bill would task the National Academies of Science with exploring the critical matter of oversight. Complicating matters is that, in the eyes of the international community, big U.S. initiatives on anything remotely related to climate change look weird. From an outside view, it's difficult to see how the U.S. taking leadership on solar geoengineering will not be met with expressions of distrust and even some hostility from the international climate community, Hubert says. Consider that this geoengineering bill would put the Secretary of Energy in charge of interfacing with the National Academies of Science. That would be Rick Perry, who said humans aren't the primary driver of climate change. Complicating matters still further is that geoengineering would be a mighty tempting excuse to just emit whatever we want now. That's one of my fears, McNerney says, is that people will say, hey, we've got this great science and technology we can just continue to emit. But man, that is the absolute wrong answer. All complications considered, these are still very, very early days in geoengineering. McNerney wants insight at this point, not immediate solutions. This is science, after all. It'll move slowly and methodically and almost certainly not lead to humans making matters worse for themselves. Almost certainly. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure. Right now. We walk inside and it's raining. Our home is ruined. We couldn't live there. Our first concern was the kids. This was going to be hard on them. Chubb got us a place to stay in the same school district. Otherwise, it could have been a nightmare. Chubb turned a disaster into an adventure for our kids. And no one missed a day of school? Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.